0: Michael uh, today is a really exciting day because we're we're gonna talk about in just a second um, something that's super important I think for yep. both of our progress as writers um, and that is something um, that we've both put into practice and have seen a lot of progress from and that is writing every single day so, I'm excited. We're going to talk a little bit about kind of what our process looked like before mm-hmm. and after we put this this thing in place, um, and then we touch a little bit on, like, plotting versus pantsing, which I hate that word, but that, you know, <laughs> it's really helpful to describe what it is, um, and I think, I think we get into some really cool, uh, like, practicals, but also philosophies behind why doing a little bit every day when it comes to any sort of creative work is helpful so it'll be a lot of fun hopefully you guys get some good stuff from this and you learn a little bit more about writing a little bit every day
1: hi i'm michael foss and i'm austin foster welcome to the method of making podcasts where two normal people talk about their creative journey and hope to encourage and inspire you to press on in your own come sit with us welcome 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 everyone welcome i feel like we're welcoming each other one and all and then them as well that's right welcome everybody welcome let's do a little check-in progress update uh how's things going with your writing and where you at any challenges any successes you want to um i feel like every every episode so far you have made me go first so i don't know if that's true but
0: you can go first this time fine i'll go 1st Let me get my coffee. Oh, so Michael, um, check-in, progress, challenges. How how are things going with your writing?
1: Good. (laughs) Perfect. All right. My (laughs) turn. (laughs) No, they they have been uh, good. But to be honest, most of my writing gets done on the weekends. Mm -hmm. And... And so what we're going to talk about today is actually going to be really relevant. I was going to say, funny Uh, enough. (laughs) Yeah. Because I do most of my writing on Fridays and Saturdays, uh, and we record Mm -hmm. this podcast on Friday and it gets released on a Sunday. Mm -hmm. And so what our listeners are experiencing is probably the height of, and and, or the depth, depending on what time we record, (laughs) uh, And so the ladder. Yeah, (laughs) that's right. But this last week was a really tough week for me. Mm -hmm. Um, My my job is is taking a lot of energy right now, and because of that, I don't have the like the motivation when I get home, Mm -hmm. and. Especially because when I get home, I just want to see my daughters and my wife right. and like relax and and writing can absolutely do that for me, but not when uh, it feels like I'm ignoring responsibilities to sure. my family. Sure. So it's like, do I make dinner for everyone or do I go write? And I feel like the good thing to do is make dinner. This week was particularly hard Mm -hmm. for writing, and I found probably the most this week than since I started this novel in December, the most aversion to writing, Mm
0: -hmm.
1: where it was an actual, like, I have to do something. To the point of one night, 10.30 p.m., I'm in bed, supposed to be going to sleep, and I didn't write that day. And I pulled out my phone and and force myself to write that's good. something. Yeah. And it w- but I've never had to do that before. So th- this was like a really tough week for me, but I feel like everything I wrote was really important. And so that's cool. Yeah. I- I'm really celebrating that in my writing, that, that everything I'm writing, even though it may be little is, is impactful to the story. Yeah. And so, I just, in those tough weeks, I think there's still gold to find, just have to dig.
0: Yeah, that's so funny. I was I was going to say, right before we turned on the the recorder, you were telling me some big leaps and bounds that you've made in your story, so I'm actually surprised to hear that it was such a tough week, <laughs> because it yeah. sounds to me like you did make some really good progress. Do you have any, like, little, little, little... Nuggets for us, yeah. Little
1: nuggets of what you maybe have discovered this week, as far as progress in your story goes. Well, I think the the nugget is, I think something we'll say over and over and over again is, especially in first draft, we don't want to moralize what we write or how much we write as a like. We don't. We won't. We don't necessarily want to ask ourselves like, was that good or bad. But did it, was it, did it progress the story? Yeah. Like, did we move? Yeah, that's super important. And, and so the nugget this week that I learned was stop only writing when you think you're going to write something good. Yeah. Like, because that motivation mm-hmm. is, it's a good motivation, but it doesn't come often. Yeah. Yeah. Like uh, the best writing I did this week was when I made it a discipline right? and I was like no I'm gonna write mm-hmm. right now at 10.30pm and then the sentence I wrote was because I had to think deeply about that one sentence I think it opened up a whole new kind of stream of motivation yep. for the next day uh, it turned into a paragraph but you know, neither here nor there. It's it's this sense of disciplined writing is the goal right. that moves a story along. Not necessarily was that the best writing I ever did, but in my mind, I didn't sit down and write, or I find it hard to sit down and write when I don't have good ideas. Yeah, for sure. And so, yeah, that's good. That I I like that a lot because. That is a large portion of
0: what we're gonna talk about today specifically. Yeah. So it's fun that you actually experienced experience that personally this week. That's awesome. For me, I um, I'm halfway through quote unquote, it's like draft one point five. It's not a full second draft. I'm like I've got a little a little veil over my eyes and I'm only like looking at part dialogue of my story. Yeah. So I'm like skipping all the action bits and then just getting to dialogue because as I've said in a couple other episodes, I just like didn't know what I was doing at the beginning, and I started to write in this really heavy, I guess like Cajun dialogue, mm-hmm. dialect, and I I got feedback from a couple people. They were like, "This is interesting, but also very hard to read." Yeah. And as I've read other people's works, especially works set in the same area that my my novel is set in, uh, you can you can do a lot more with just yeah. writing in a normal sentence structure not with like a dialect or an inflection and the word choices are actually what show that they're speaking in a different accent or source so I've been working on that all week I'm on chapter I think we're about to start chapter 12 but for me what's really good is about 12 13 a little little past halfway through it I Realized that what I was doing was annoying yeah. so it'll be I think easier because right because you just need to get to that point yeah exactly yeah. so I think like chapter 15 I dropped the dialect almost yeah. completely yeah. so once I get there I feel more confident I am hoping that what the dialogue is trying to show you um, will make up for a lack of depth in my characters sure. and love that the other things that make them people from like Cajun part of Louisiana it's yeah. their thoughts and their actions and the way that they're actually doing things not the way that they say ain't all the time <laughs> and I've also learned that one little descriptive line of you know this character said something in an accent that'll carry you through the rest of the novel <laughs> right so you read it once and yeah. you're like great okay now we know that's that. the accent yeah yep. you don't have to keep doing it yep.
1: so that was that's been less of a challenge. Or you can More use progress. other characters to go. Why do you talk like? Yeah, that? yeah, exactly. And then it's like, like, wait,
0: what? Oh, what does ain't mean? Yeah, I'm sorry, that's my that's my accent. Yeah, yeah. So that's been my progress. It's less of a challenge. I think I'm enjoying it. What I'm trying not to do is spoil the whole story for myself
1: again, which kind of feels inevitable. Um, but I've been doing that this past week. Okay, let's dig Let's dig in. Let's do it. We're not trying to waste time today. No way. Um, all right. Before we actually talk about the the actual practicals of writing every day, what did your writing look like before you put this into practice Mm. or feel like? Mm. And what does it look like and feel like now?
0: I would say my short answer is this is actually the way that I have been able to write a full novel.
1: Mm.
0: So prior to putting this rule in place I would say for myself of writing every day. Uh I would tell people like I want to write a book one day. But then I would look at it as I have to do this year-long thing. Mm-hmm. And in instead of looking at it as little tiny chunks, which actually Anne Lamont, she's a I think she's a, a Christian writer. Um, she has a a book called Bird by Bird where she talks about Mm. writing and her process and how to do it when you're first starting out and she talks about uh, a one inch picture so she's she's like I sit down and I actually have a one inch picture on my desk that I stole from my wife it's a a little baby picture of her grandma that I did not know I thought it was just like an old (laughs) antique picture but she said she has one of those on her desk it's like one inch, it's a little square and she sits down, she's like, I'm overwhelmed by the general massiveness of writing a full novel, mm-hmm. and then I remind myself, just for today, write a one-inch picture of what's happening. That was the most effective way to get me to start, because before, to answer the question actually that you asked, before my <laughs> writing looked like it was non-existent, right? I, I'm like, well, even it's a poem, it's a short story. I was looking at the completed thing in my mind, and what that one inch picture advice gave me was I can sit down and do this one little project which will move hmm. the story forward. And if I do that and I just write a thousand one inch pictures, yeah. I have a full novel eventually. It's awesome. So before it looked like not having anything written, now it looks like having a first draft of a novel
1: completed. Okay, put. put this into maybe a very real tangible yeah. thing I, I was talking with someone else where you know they're setting daily writing goals mm-hmm. uh that are specific 250 right. words yeah. so at, at minimum stuff mm-hmm. like that mm-hmm. when you say one inch picture yeah on average for you what does that look like in terms of output yeah Um, It looks like they're never being an average.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So actually, I've I've listened to a couple other podcasts about writing, and a lot of people have the same sentiment where it feels like this general good advice is, okay, a thousand words a day, that's what I'm going to write, or 250 words a day, that's what I'm going to write. And that in itself becomes its own version of the... I'm looking at this full novel and I can't write mm-hmm. because I sit down and I have words, you know, above my cursor, but there's nothing below my cursor. And now I'm like, how do I get a thousand words out mm-hmm. right now? And how do I do it in a way that is true to what came before and moves the story forward? Yeah. So I've actually looked at it as it does not matter. My yep. one-inch picture could literally be a sentence today. Yep. Or my one-inch picture could be, sometimes it... I sit down to do a sentence, and it turns in like you said to a full paragraph or a full chapter. Um, and so, awesome. I don't. I don't know if this is helpful for everybody, but for me, I think it gives you a level of freedom. And I think it might be harder for people who are strict rule followers. Mm-hmm. But tell yourself that your strict rule is: I'm going to write something today. Yeah. And then there you
1: go. You you hit your rule, and then you give yourself the freedom to course correct later. What about you? What? Are... Well, I think the look like before. Is similar, like, just nothing ever got done. Right. Before, where I was always frustrated because uh, I would either set goals that were too unattainable for right. the life that I have, or I just didn't have goals, yeah. and I waited for inspiration. It just never got got me anywhere. And so now I actually have pieces of work that I'm able to submit, right. that I'm able to like, look at and revise. Yeah. or, and, and when I prioritized this new novel, mm-hmm. it became an obtainable yeah. thing because mm-hmm. I knew I already had this practice set in place. Exactly. So it's less daunting. Yeah. I, and I think that's the feeling that's changed, mm-hmm. is before there was this daunting, looming... I really want that thing. Exactly. But it is so hard and Mm -hmm. far, and I don't think I can ever get there. And and now it's like, oh, no, I know I can get there because I'm just putting one foot in front of the other. And so, yeah. Yeah, that's good. I think it
0: feels counterintuitive because you tell yourself, I'm taking the boundaries off, kind of. Mm -hmm. I'm like... It feels like this giant thing I need to get done it should be done by structuring it out and, you know, I have to do this each day, but making it to where it's like I just got to do something today feels like you would never be completing the things that
1: you start out, but I think we're, we're living proof that that's not true. Well, we're, we're afraid of, I think we're afraid of not making it to the end. Yeah. But this is the thing that's actually going to make it to the end. exactly. And everything else I tried before did not get me anywhere. And so it's kind of like... It's counterintuitive if you want to finish a novel in one month. Yeah, exactly. Uh, But if you just want to finish a novel, (laughs) it uh, makes complete sense. Right. Because a little bit every day is going to eventually get you where you're going. Mm -hmm. But if you have to wait for inspiration... You might not ever get the right inspiration right Right. and so yeah yeah that's good love it i would say okay um now that we've
0: talked about kind of the rule or the practical being just a little bit every day Mm -hmm. let's narrow it down to that whatever you want you got your one inch picture you write a little bit every day a little bit could be a lot yeah um a little bit could be one sentence like we've said multiple times For you, how does this play into having uh, a, like, plotting mindset versus a, quote-unquote, my least favorite word, a pantsing mindset? (laughs) Or, if you will, being an architect when you're writing your stories, creating your stuff, versus a gardener. Or, a third way to think of it, putting a framework together for a story versus uncovering a fossil as... Our favorite writer Stephen King would say, Yeah, um, how do you think this almost like taking the rules off mm-hmm. and having it boiled down to this one little just a little bit every day? How does that play into being one of these two types of people?
1: Yeah, I think, I think first and foremost, you have to know where you kind of fit, mm-hmm. and it's okay to have a hybrid, but yeah. being aware of the way you work best mm-hmm. with this rule in mind, yeah is really going to be the place to start. Yeah, And so I actually thought for a long time I was a plotter or an architect or a framework yeah. person. Do you think you could give a little, for our listeners, Yes. what are those two things, actually? Yeah, so, like, for instance, if a plotter is someone who is going to have a, a very well-organized outline, where they know not just the end of a thing, but they have a full, to use an architect word, blueprint of how it's going to look and be Mm -hmm. and all that. Even down to the point to where I've had friends that their outlines involve moments Mm -hmm. and detailed descriptions of things. And so, and, and they... Get novels done that right, way. Right. Uh, so that's more the plotting architect. It's, right. I know not just where I'm going, but in general, how I'm going to get there, what it's going to look like, yep. what it's going to feel like. Yeah. And the on the opposite side is gardening. And it's letting it organically become mm-hmm. what it is. Mm-hmm. In some sense, we don't know what the seed actually is the seed of right. until it starts to grow. And then, and even as I'm saying that, I I'm thinking of people that are probably so anxious, right? <laughs> like, wait, uh, what? Yeah, like around, like, wait, you don't know what? Yeah, the story is, you're like discovering it, yeah, and yeah, kind of, right? Uh, I do think people have general ideas of yeah. where they want to go with their writing, and we would encourage that anyway but but a gardener it's going to look and feel very different mm-hmm. uh it's it's every day's new yeah. they're okay with the with the not knowing right part of it the plotter the architect the framer they're going to have very clear next yeah. steps yeah that's good uh, and so that's the main difference mm-hmm. and and so I would be interested where do you kind of find yourself on yeah. on that? Um, I would say
0: I have kind of gone fully into the gardening and fossil finding side of things. I, I think I tried for a long time, and maybe you're similar or different, but I tried for a long time to, to plan everything out. And I felt personally that that was less creatively free for me so I would in the back of my mind constantly being like okay I need to get all these words out and my like writing a little bit every day was hard because I was like but I I need to get myself to this next point Mm -hmm. so I can't go off on this tangent I can't do this and so I just started to sit down and be like man I know what happened yesterday I know what my characters are kind of going to do let's see what happens when we throw this event at them or they like end up in this spot and it was like more freeing To discover those things. So So I would
1: say I'm more fully a gardener than anything at this point. Yeah. Yeah. What about you? I am as well, yeah. I think, like I said, I thought I was Mm -hmm. a plotter Mm -hmm. because my brain... For instance, you could ask me to plot a story right right now and I would do it. Mm -hmm. And I could give you six great things... Uh, that's going to carry the arc all the way to right. completion, right. and I can give you the climax, the turn, the resolution. I can, I could do that in a way that feels good and mm. and right. But when I actually tried to write in an outline, yeah. that I created, I found that everything inside of me. Uh, could not, yeah. Get to that next point, right? Like it just, I could not ever get there. Some people, I truly believe, need it, sure, because it's the way they operate, right? And that's, and that's not a bad thing. No, it's a, it's a good thing. It's actually a really good thing if that's the way you need to get there. But for mm-hmm. me, I would spend I would spend more time tweaking my outline. Mm-hmm. This this might be how you know. Yeah. 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 This is this might be helpful. The way I figured out that I'm a gardener is because in my blueprints, I kept tweaking the blueprint yeah, yeah. to match the thing I was writing. Right. Right. And at that point I was like, why don't I just write yeah. the thing? Get rid of the blueprint. Yeah. And get rid of the <laughs> blueprint. And and so if you're, at, if you're trying to figure this out, mm-hmm. I think it's worth trying both. Sure. And then be aware of, hey, are you constantly having to tweak yeah. your blueprint because it doesn't fit what the character wants to do right. or the, where the story wants to go? Mm-hmm. Then maybe you're a gardener. Yeah. Or are you trying to start from scratch and, and you can never, uh, without knowing where to go, you cannot get to writing, right. then do that. Yeah. And it's even hard for me to explain the other because it's just not what I am. Yeah. Like, I was trying to think of right. good <laughs> things to do if you are a plotter. Yeah. And I was like, ah, yeah. So if you are a plotter, please let us know yeah, what that I'll feels like. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's definitely not a bad thing. Sure. and I think the, I think
0: the good thing, the main point, I, even you were bringing this up before I, I interrupted you, but the main thing is... Before you can sit down and put this practical of a little bit every day into place, mm-hmm. you got to figure out what you are. Yeah. And once you figure out the way that you operate better, then you can sit down and say, okay, what's next? Yeah. Cool. Right. A little bit today. Yeah. Knowing if I'm a plotter, I'm speaking just not out of experience here, yeah. <laughs> but if knowing if I'm a plotter, uh, all I have to do is write a little bit to get me to that next point yep. on my blueprint. That's right. Perfect. And then once I get there, cool, what do I do next? I yep. just sit down and I write a little bit more and try to get closer and closer to that next point. Yep. But for me as a gardener, I'm a little bit every day sitting down and discovering what happens next. That's right. So that me tomorrow has something to go off of Yep. that I didn't have today. Yep. And, and I think
1: it's... Um, it's okay to be somewhere on the spectrum of mm-hmm. these things right. too. Like right. we don't wanna be so ironclad in the in the way someone might experience this. Yes. And so like maybe maybe you have like a soft outline yeah. where you can jot down I think this is kinda of where I might be mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. I use brackets a lot. Yeah. And my brackets as I'm writing Mm-hmm. are my ideas for like the outline if you will for yeah. the next day yeah i just can't get past i can't write further than that yeah uh in an outline sense because mm-hmm. that's where i get stuck yeah exactly so but if i'm sitting down i'm writing i'm like oh nelson sees this and then blah blah blah, blah, blah period and then an idea comes to mind oh i think we should go to this place yeah. next yeah like for instance i think these, like, wild creatures should ambush them. Yeah. But I'm not, like, compelled to write that yet. Right. I'll put it in brackets. Right. And then the next day or two days later, I keep the brackets until I Mm -hmm. do it. Mm Mm-hmm. And then I cross it. I, like, get rid of it. Yeah. And so I'm kind of a soft plotter, maybe. Yeah. But it, it, even the plot, or the, not the plot, that's an actual literary device, but the (laughs) the outline yeah. maybe gets revealed to me mm-hmm. as i go mm-hmm. and i know the next yeah. spot to go yeah. so if you find yourself somewhere in between mm-hmm. that's totally right it's actually really great yeah. because you're now self-aware of exactly. oh this this what this is what helps me get me over to the end yeah. of this thing yeah how do you, how do you think you discovered what were some of the things that helped you discover mm-hmm. you were a gardener or a fossil, fossil finder yeah uh, I think
0: uh, I'm still discovering it, like even yeah. right now, uh, as you were talking. <laughs> as you were talking. You're welcome. Well, you're saying, like, yeah, I put my brackets and I decide. And I was like, wait, what? I, I do that too. I, you know, like, so I I think I'm realizing that I am in between because I don't like rigid rules, mm-hmm. but I also don't like feeling like I'm in the middle of the ocean without any sort of direction to go to yeah mm-hmm. so I yeah now, now that you're saying I do the same thing a lot I'll I'll be writing and then I go all the way down to the very bottom of the page yep and then I'll just put bullet points and usually it's less of an outline it's more of ideas for the future yes yeah um, and I think I found having an idea that I can write towards with the caveat that if something better comes up or something that I feel more inclined to go toward then I can scrap, scrap it at any point. That's right. And I think I, I just, as it, it was just to answer the actual question, discovering it looks like just doing it and being like, I hate that. I don't, I, that was really stifling for me to do. I liked being a little more free here. Great. I'm going to try that next time. Mm-hmm. And then that worked. Great. Perfect. Let me just put a couple more little notes down at the bottom. And if I get to them, I do. If I don't, I don't. Yeah. And like most other things in creative endeavors, it's just trial and error. That's right. How had to keep writing. And the only way we're going to keep coming back to it, the only way to do that trial and error is to write a little bit every day. That's right. Or, I mean, if you're a painter, paint a little bit every day. That's right. You don't like it, go over it with white, start over again. Yeah. You know, it is. It's the process of giving
1: yourself a little project each day mm-hmm. and trying out something new. Yeah. Yeah, I was thinking about it in terms of, uh, in terms of even. Songwriting or physical medium, mm-hmm. art, there are, uh, there's this quote, oh gosh, I'm going to butcher it, but I don't care, uh, about, I think it's Michelangelo talking about, did he do David? Who, who did the sculpture? Yeah, that, that sculpture guy. I think it
0: was Michelangelo. The, the sculptor. Yeah. Uh, I think we should have a disclaimer in this podcast that none of our quotes
1: are ever going to be accurate. accurate yeah yeah you could probably google it and it'll get you somewhere yeah <laughs> <laughs> um but no i i remember this quote of him saying i had to chip away oh i know where the quote is from at least yeah it's tim keller's book on marriage mm-hmm. and he talks about uh this sculptor whoever it is yeah um He's famous guy finding david uh-huh. in the marble right so like he said he chipped away everything that wasn't David. Mm-hmm. But when when you think about that picture yeah. of a sculptor coming to thing, it, it's a flat rock or yeah. or like a just a blob, mm-hmm. and he's discovering in his language it was yep. I'm discovering which parts are not David yep. and which parts are David. Mm-hmm. That in some sense, in a physical medium like sculpting, right. is still he had to. Uh, in our rule, right. every day, go discover a new part of David
0: mm-hmm.
1: in that in that rock. Yeah. And I think that although it may practice differently mm-hmm. in in different mediums, yeah. the th- the thing we're saying is progress comes mm-hmm. by the little things you do, exactly. And it's not just in massive big chunks, right. Uh, that randomly come about. Yeah. You have to do things to get there. Yeah. Uh, I think of people that are trying to start new businesses. Uh, If you are wanting to get a business off the ground, there is something you can do every day. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. There is something you can do every day Mm -hmm. to get to that next spot. Yeah. Find what that is and do it. Yep. Every day. Mm -hmm if you're a social media influencer, if you're a photographer, if you do that thing every day Mm -hmm. so that not only is your work great, but you can actually get it done. Mm -hmm. And, and so I think it does apply all the way across the board. And once you know, Oh, how do I kind of work in this space? Mm -hmm. Am I, am I a big outliner? And then that just gives me so much safety that I can, Mm -hmm. Um, dig deep into it and yeah. get to the next point over right. and over and over again, or dude, do I just have the thrill of like finding something new every yeah. day? Yeah, whatever you are, do that and do it every day. Yep, yep. And I think I think you're bringing up some really important things.
0: That a everything you d- described, business, Instagram, photography, whatever it is. I mean, those are all still creative endeavors. That's right. And those can all fit into this rule that we're talking about of doing a little bit every single day. And going back to this, um, you know, anonymous, mysterious sculptor that is <laughs> apparently pretty famous that we should know about. Um, it looked different each day when he came to that sculpt. Like, when he was chipping away at the flat parts of, his ch- of David's chest, yeah. that probably was a lot quicker than
1: the days when he had to come in and do each little finger yeah. on David's hand. Like it, it Or famously that little muscle yeah, on the forearm. Exactly. That when a pinky is flexed. Yeah. Is the only thing. Yeah. Right.
0: That and that looked different that day. That, that little bit he did <laughs> that day looked different than the wide spread of right. a chest muscle. You know, it mm-hmm. it does look different every single day. But the fact is you sit down and you do it. That's right. And you allow yourself to be okay with whatever that progress is that day. That's the big freedom, I think, in writing every day, is you can look back on whatever it is that you just did, and you can say, that's that's progress. I did it. Yep.
1: It is Michelangelo. Nice. Woo! Thank God for so such... oh, Thank the Lord. I was uh, really afraid there. I think it's M- 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 it. Michelangelo. Yeah, I think it's that, but... <laughs> i just offended a whole people group i'm so sorry with that accent was he italian i don't know that see that's that might be the start of our yikes problem maybe we should stop mentioning people never (laughs) a little bit every day (laughs) (laughs) um yeah i think uh just to tie it back to to writers yeah um One of the biggest struggles I've found, and we even talked about it a little bit last week, Mm. is starting. Right. And so you'll find yourselves throughout your process having moments where you have to restart or you finish a chapter and now you're starting a new chapter or you finish a character arc and you have to start a new character arc. No matter where you are, I think what this practice lets you do is actually put your pen to paper. Yep. 100%. Or your fingers to the keyboard. Mm-hmm. Or if you still use a typewriter and you're one of those cool people. Yeah, great for you. I low-key really want to find a typewriter. Yeah, me too, yeah. I don't know if I'd ever use it. Yeah. But I want one. <laughs> and and I think that that's the goal at the end of the day. Yeah. Is we, if we want to tell stories, mm-hmm. if we want to make beautiful things, then let's have habits that promote that. Yep. And doing something every day lets you see progress yep. and it lets you make something and complete something yep. at the end of it. And so with that... That's good. I feel good. I feel fantastic. That, yeah. That was... that. Yeah. I feel like that is just such a freeing way to do creative work. Yeah. And next week, we're actually going to be doing Bad Writers Club, mm-hmm. which means um, this time I'm actually going to share nice. something I've written. Very excited. And then we are going to start, not this month, right. but we're going to start receiving and reviewing mm-hmm. your submissions, yeah. your pieces of art, uh, for our next Bad Writers Club. Exactly. So... Get your Bad Writers Club writings in, mm-hmm. or your pieces of art in, because we would love yep. to share your stuff uh, on the Substack, on our Instagram, and on the podcast right. next month. And do, do you have a reminder of what our prompt is for yeah. the Bad Writers Club? Yeah, so the Bad Writers Club prompt was a job. Mm-hmm that either takes place, like an everyday job yeah, that true. takes place yeah. in space mm-hmm. or underground, <laughs> which was Austin Foster's <laughs> uh, beautiful idea. Honestly, I, I love it. Yep, looking forward to reading those, listening to those, looking at those. Uh. <laughs> Whatever you sent us. You Thanks for uh, sitting with us today. I hope you found something inspiring.